the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Steps in the city. Steps in the city. The Steps in the city. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We're back. Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. Um, it's it's been a it's been a crazy couple weeks, no, Steph? For you? Not really. <laughs> I don't oh really my have god! Much going on? Why? What's been crazy? Well, like work is crazy because my boss is set to like go on vacation, and then I'm like last minute they're like we need x-rays of your knee so we can make you a new kneecap i'm like man i'm having surgery next friday what do you mean you don't have a kneecap so um yeah it's just been a lot of running around for me today the boys decided they were going to try to put the big boat in the lake and i i met my sisters for this impromptu family reunion and they're like mayday mayday the boat is sinking i'm like what like what the fuck so they're like trying you to do I don't know. Like everybody turns to me. I'm like, I'm over here. There's not much I can do for you. What was wrong with it? Oh, it's the old blue boat. The transom is just, it needs to be replaced. And oh. I'm not going to pay four grand. So I said, put the boat up or p- take the boat to the junkyard. Let's pull the motor off and find a pontoon boat. <laughs> so, cause I just got the motor tuned up. It's 175 horse Evinrude. Like it's a good motor. So, uh, yeah. Oh, there's that stuff. I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> you can hear it in my voice. I'm just, I'm tired. Um, what else happened in the past couple of weeks? Well, what, I was talking to my cousin in Indiana and they, my, you know, her daughter, she sunk their boat. <laughs> so What's with the sinking already? It's like, I, yeah, June, you know what? They're, first they're weekend. dredging her lake. They're dredging her lake. And the kids were going back and forth, like dropping friends off across the lake. And they have like all these pipes and shit that maybe aren't marked well, or they just have one buoy out there marking it. And it was late at night and she hit the pipe and zing, that was it. Oh, so no. I know it's been a, yeah, it's been a crazy week. So a couple of weeks. Well, we had your birthday and we skipped because of Memorial Day weekend. So how was your birthday week? Did you do anything fun? It was good. What? Yeah, it was pretty low key, but it was good. Um, yeah. We're, you know, did you a Wednesday birthday. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing too crazy. I was dog sitting. Um, oh, so you didn't really go anywhere. I thought you were going to go. You took the day off, though. I took and Wednesday off yourself. and I got a massage yes. and a mani-pedi. Oh, that was that. nice. Um, and when I was at the massage, they knew it was my birthday. So when I was done, I like, you know, you sit in the little room in your robe and she's like, you get a free mimosa for your birthday. I'm like, oh, nice. Oh, so that was sitting nice. in there and she came in and was like, happy birthday. Thank-. And, you know, I'm like, thank you. Thanks again. You know, just going to hang sit my mimosa until I was leaving and the girl that was sitting in there waiting for her massage was like is today your birthday I'm like yeah she's like it's mine too I'm like no way oh so I'm like, that's yeah cool. you know since it's a Wednesday I figured take the day off work and do this and I'm gonna get a mani-pedi after this and she's like that's exactly what I did I took the day off work I'm doing this and then I'm getting a mani-pedi I'm like oh wow it must be like a May 24th thing so that right. was kind of funny. And then um, 
Yeah, I was dog sitting, so hung out there, watched Vanderpump Rules. Um, oh yeah, I saw something of that in the news, like something about the guy, the scandal. Right? Yeah, yeah, what's going on with that? I mean, it's been going since like March, and now it's finally the reunion that they filmed, and the third part is this Wednesday, so everyone's talking about it. Oh, um, okay. It's very good, exciting stuff. Well, did you finish watching um, Succession? Yes, Joe I kinda, did. He said, wow. And I'm like, I haven't watched it yet, so don't tell me. I so, liked it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was a little sad earlier today. I'm like, oh, shit, it's Sunday and there's no Succession tonight. Um, uh, yeah, that was, I mean, the- I was just like, I did some, I went to my mom's on Sunday for a little bit. Again, I was like dog sitting and had pet sitting all weekend. Yeah. Just trying to fit some things in between. Um, we did a little quick little wine tasting on the beach Friday night. Oh, I love that. It was only a couple okay. hours, so I figured I'd pl- make it work in between. Um, nice. Yeah. Like any good wines that you did or that you liked? Or... I mean, there was just so many. I just always like a good red. And they had okay. that Naomi that I love. Um, oh yeah that's a good one so yeah i'm bad at remembering like even at antonio's wedding there was this really good white wine i'm i prefer red usually but someone took a picture of the bottle because we all like loved it and i can't even remember the name of it so i don't know well when you come over i organized all my i still have that uh bottle of champagne what the heck was it in the orange box that ed gave us oh the um the hell is it called? I had it too. Yeah, and I, I found my shambongs. Too. I had like two two bottles. The fuck yeah, I found called? my shambongs. I have that bottle of champagne, and then I do have some delicious whites. I have like a Gervitz Traminer and um, a Viognier. I have some like good wines. I can't so think of come it. over, come over, and then I just won't. I won't take my Tylenol. They will just drink wine, <laughs> <and> champagne. <laughs> when is your surgery next week? Uh, Friday, yeah. Oh, this Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. Friday. I'm getting my bones cut. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, that's another thing, like, makes everything crazy, because I have, you know, me, I'm an overthinker, so I have, like, that anxiety, you know. So, there's that. Well, you and then, yeah. through it already, so hopefully that helps a little. I did, but, like, he kind of wants to change it up this time. Like, I don't want to be awake. I don't want a spinal. So Can you say all I that? mean, I think so. They said that I can meet, I'm going to meet with the anesthesiologist and with the surgeon, like, before they do the surgery. But I almost felt like he was planning on the spinal. And I'm like, I don't think I want that. Hmm. I don't know. we'll figure it out. I'm nothing I can do about it now. Right. So just wait until we get get in there. And as long as they just give me the good drugs, I guess I'm okay with it. I don't, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. So I'm trying to think of what else. It was just been a couple of crazy weeks. Um, I'll be happy to be off for a while though. The kids have like fixed up the yard. They put up this like little um, gazebo and, and they have their little torch lights out there and they're like, we can carry you outside. I'm like, oh, good luck with that. Like, no, you know, they're, they're like, we made a spot for you I in guess, the yard. Yeah, now you can you hang feel, out. It's not like December. You can actually recover outside. I know. Like, well, I'm just like, I'm happy just sitting on the deck. Like, I'll be cool with that. That's fine. But yeah, because December and then it was like that. We didn't. 
our winter really wasn't that bad, except for there was like that super duper cold snap around Christmas. And that was like, I couldn't go anywhere. It was too fucking cold. Yeah. You were better off. Right. That was right. when well, I, true. Uh, my car died. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. I didn't have to go anywhere. So, um, yeah. So we'll see Friday. But uh, hopefully I'm just planning on still you know, keeping on, keeping on so we can record maybe not that weekend, but like maybe Monday or Tuesday since I'll be home and not doing anything. And then I would like to see you this week, maybe, well, either tomorrow or maybe Wednesday night, we can do dinner and celebrate your birthday because I have your gifts. We don't have to. Stop. My birthday is over. We can go get a hot dog right down the street if you want. Like, let's just do something. I haven't seen you. And yeah, unless you want to come over here, girl, and spend the day at the beach or whatever. I'm fine with that. Like, you're welcome over here anytime. Bring your computer. You can work from my home. (laughs) You're like, I work from home. Other people's (laughs) home. Oh shit. So what do we got going on stuff this week? Let's uh let's do some topics. On a handstand. Um yeah, there's a little bit of that happening. No, I'm kidding. Some pussy handstands popping. in the pool. Well, yeah, that and some handstands in the pool today. I was in the pool with my nice. niece. All the kids were there. God, I feel so old looking at all these kids. I'm like, I used to rock you to sleep, and now you're like six foot three. What the fuck? Yeah. Um. So what do we got going on this week? I um came across some information about like I know you're a big like Michael Jordan fan mm-hmm. and you don't really like Scottie Pippen right I mean I always loved him but I don't know what the fuck's going on with him lately well and, and I, I never maybe, liked his wife maybe yes yeah, so it's Michael Jordan's son is dating Scottie Pippen's ex-wife yeah I thought that was like a little crazy that's I told Michael- of Miami I've been trying to tell you really yeah that's been that's old news Oh, I didn't know that. It was news to me. I'm like, <laughs> you don't want to well, listen right. to me. Housewives of Miami is where it's at. And stupid Larsa oh. Pippen's on there. And she, Really? Yeah. she. That's where it makes me rethink liking Scottie Pippen because I've never liked her even when it used to be on and she was on it. She looks completely different now. Claims she didn't have any work done. She's just an idiot. But did she say like why she's going for Michael Jordan's son? No, she just says that they're dating and it's not weird and she didn't really know michael and she's just an idiot how did she not know michael <laughs> she's jordan stupid I'm telling Give you me a fucking break. And you had to see her uh. butt she claimed she had no work done and her ass is so clearly fake oh really she's just <laughs> ugh. speaking yeah. of butts my mom showed up to the party today and my cousin like whispered to me she's like your mom's got an ass i'm like yeah i hope i never have that ass it's huge listen are you gonna get your cousin in trouble Uh, oh shit i forgot about that sorry mom my mom knows she's got a butt i mean i can't talk about anyone's butt so (laughs) well right i mean i'm i I look in the mirror and i see my mother so it's whatever (laughs) i'll probably end up with that butt one day um uh speaking of butts or maybe like the area next to it um I guess on 
uh, Fox like news in Houston, they're saying that this term gooch grease is trending and people are like getting disgusted by it. I mean, so, it's just that alone is disgusting. That phrase. Yeah. I mean, it's the taint, right? It just gets sweaty and greasy and they're calling it gooch grease. I mean, I'm and glad men- that like, it seems like men are trying to like combat it, but I don't need to know about it. But what are they combating it with? They're wearing maxi pads to like soak up their grease. <laughs> exactly. Though that like for most men saying they don't wash their legs and then them to actually do this, it's like, okay. Maybe it's okay. one step forward. Right. So I guess there's this Isaiah Carey. He has a show called Isaiah Factor Uncensored. And he's saying Gooch Crease is described as a combination of lint, sweat, and feces. Like I'm between- literally gonna throw up. Between a man's butt and balls. And they're saying the problem is so bad for some men, according to some reports, that they now have to use women's maxi pads to stop the mixture from messing up their underwear. I mean, or just wipe really, really well. Yeah, I don't understand that. Did you watch the Smartless thing? The... They have that show their, now. Their live thing? Yeah. Yes. With, with Will Ferrell on it? Yes. Well, they have all, like, they had... I don't know which episode it was because they have a few from the whole tour. Okay. But I only watched one with the Will Ferrell. Jason Bas- Bateman keeps talking about like how he has to shower after he shits. And it's yes, like, yeah, yes. maybe that's what they all need to do if this is such an issue. I love it. He, Jason Bateman. And then he's like, I need some gas X. I need some gas X. <laughs> and the guys are like, why? He's like, well, I don't want to fart on stage. And they're like, why not? He seems like, <laughs> like such a pain in the ass. And like when I see people post about it, people are like, oh, my God, I love Jason Bateman even more now. I'm Jason Bateman, all this stuff. And I'm like, no, if anything, it makes me love Will uh, or not even more now. Like, you guys are all nuts. Right. And Will's been doing a lot of commercials lately. He did the Reese's Peanut Butter, Geico. I thought there was another one. He's got that good voice. You know, he did the He really does. I think he's done Reese's for a while. I think he got a car one, too, recently. Oh, really? Geico. Geico. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I was like, God, I couldn't deal with Jason Bateman and his food stuff and his just, like, such a, like, pain in the ass. (laughs) Well, but you figure he's been, you know, a diva his whole life. He's been an actor. So it's, you know, he's people have made it seem like it's normal to to be such high maintenance so i mean he's still a cool dude but yeah i wouldn't want to be his assistant just be like dude you know and he's like oh if if you didn't uh if you didn't like eat random shit all day long you wouldn't be shitting so much well science science says that if you're healthy you should shit at least once and if you shit two or three times you're super healthy a day well, that's he's like so afraid of it because then he has to shower afterward. <laughs> I don't get some baby wipes, bro. Like, why do you gotta? But my sister used to kind of be like that. She's like, oh, I have poo butt. I have to shower. Like, <laughs> after I'm like, okay, whatever. People shit. Like, unless somebody's sticking their nose down there, you're good to go. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I use like, I have those cotton all wipes if it's, you know, 
<laughs> You're like <laughs> something if happening. It's a little messy. I mean, I it's just like I don't understand why it's such a big deal for some people. I don't know. But I'm telling yeah. you, if anything, I don't want to hear the words gooch and grease together. I don't even want to hear the word gooch ever again. But like, <laughs> if anything, it's like good that they're actually concerned and trying to do something about it. They're trying to. Well, I'm in that John Mayer group and there's somebody keeps making a joke like they show pictures of John like playing, but like his ass, you know, like from the back. And they keep talking about gold bond. And I'm like, it, it, did he have like sweaty balls in a show or something? Like, I think I missed the joke. Hmm. So, and they keep talking about like the style of pants and gold bond. I'm going to have to scroll back through and figure out what they were trying to talk about. <laughs> like, I would care less if John had sweaty balls as long as his music's good. Like, fucking keep playing, bro. Right? Yeah, I like it. I like when, uh, I like listening to him. I do too. I do too. So how about um how about this whole Taylor Swift? Like she's in Chicago now for a few days, right? Yeah, it's been nuts. Um yeah. tonight's the last the- night though, I think. Okay. Yeah, but so I ran across this article and they were talking about how Taylor Swift fans, after they're going to the concert, saying that they have post-concert amnesia. They're having trouble remembering the show. They're a little much, I have and, to say. And, and, and I'm not and, part but, of the beehive, but I still think they're a little much. Well, and they, scientists are saying that the condition stems from having sensory overload. That the concert overall... You know, exceeding your expectations. Don't you um, feel like having you? Felt, I felt like that after I've seen concerts. Like, oh, I don't even remember. It's just so good. You know, like the fact that this is even a thing to me is like, you guys are just doing too much. <laughs> I mean, I guess I've been to some really good shows. And then when I sit back and try to remember, like, you know, what was the, uh, you know, the song list or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I just I, I, well, I mean, yeah, that happened to me like at a John Mayer concert. I was by myself, and I'm he played that "Stop the Train," but it was just so good live, and it was like I was under the pavilion. It was outside, and it was raining, and I I was just like I have to cry. I'm sorry, and I just like I was by myself, so it didn't matter. But I just felt like weird sitting there by myself crying. <laughs> <laughs> but it was such a good show. I love outdoor shows. I'm not a fan of the big arenas. I know I've said that before. And where she's playing cool where? with like she's at Soldier Field. Oh, um, okay. So it's outdoors then. Yeah. I feel like there's something cool about seeing a show there, even though it is just like huge and you know, depending on where you're sitting, it's like a little ant you're looking at. But um I don't mind. Oh, in the it. in the big arenas. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm just a sound snob, I guess. I feel like, yeah, arenas are great for sporting events, but for concerts, like, I really want that pure, the acoustics of, like, a I don't really like a concert at United Center. That's when I, I mean, when you come, they come to Chicago, like, most of the concerts are there at United Center, at least the big bands. I think that Salt Shed is open now. I haven't been there, but it was, like, it's in the old Morton Salt uh, yeah, I've definitely been stuck in traffic on Alston when they have something happening there. But um, I haven't been you know, there myself. Aren't there a couple venues on Elston now that I think about it? Well, there's yeah. like the hideout, but it's further back. Gotcha. Because they used to have that yeah. block party right there. Oh, oh yeah. Is 
It's not the St. Pat's block party, is it? No, that one's like downtown. Yeah. yeah. This is like that hideout block party. It's like where the hideout actually is over there. Okay. Well, kind of like um, space. They do like their out of space concerts in the summertime. And they do, I think, didn't we went to that. Did we go to Sketchbrook Brewery? Which brewery did we end up at? You like the one yeah, beer. what the hell is it called? See, I don't remember this shit ever. Yeah, we went to that show and then got in that fight with that one guy. Because they were fucking loud as hell. Yes. We um, saw Liz Fair and um, Juliana Hatfield, right? Yeah. Yeah, what the hell was that beer? It's like that pineapple beer that I like. Yeah. I can't think what of what brewery it's called. What brewery was that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting yeah, old. Yeah, it'll come to me. But yeah, like Space does a lot of the outdoor concerts or at Canal Shore. Now's the I time. Think. I think it's Rib Fest up the street by me. All the streets were closed off, but I didn't care oh, enough to yum. look it up. I like ribs. I bought some, actually. I got to take them out of the freezer. Maybe I'll make ribs this week. Um. So then, uh, have you heard the news about the next and what was the that Sex in the City, and just like that? Oh, Sex in the City, yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder so how much Kim, she got paid, right? Like, so Kim Cattrall is coming back as Samantha. She used to be my alter ego on our other podcast that we did. Um. So yeah, they got her to come back just for one scene, and she would like didn't film with them i think it's just like a phone call oh but didn't she she was on the phone when big died no didn't she i thought no they kept showing her like text her but it wasn't like she wasn't in it yeah so i guess it's just like gonna be like a phone call thing where so they'll show her talking on the phone but they didn't film together Ah, so they're just, it's just a big tease then. Oh, yeah. I really liked her character. I truly liked her her character. She was just really fun. And yeah, I mean, that show was terrible, but I'm still going to watch the next season. And I still watch every episode of that season. Right. Well, it's like you keep expecting it to get better, but I mean, it's not horrible. I've seen worse shows, but. And now um, they're also saying that Aiden's coming back. Yeah, I think John it was Corbett. in the, the uh, preview. Like, he's standing outside her building. I mean, when it came down to it, who did you prefer, Aiden or Big? A thousand percent Aiden. But you know what? Yeah. Like, the more you watch it and the older I got, I was like, Carrie's an asshole, though. Her and Big should just be together. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I always liked Aiden. But you know what? I love that show, Northern Exposure, and he was on that. So I've always liked him from that show, right? Northern Exposure. Did you ever watch that show? No, I think it was like. Oh, it was a good one. Yeah, a little too young, but it was cute. You know, it had like the whole um, radio station in Alaska and. You know, relationship stuff. It was a cute show. I really liked it. Who else was in it? Northern Exposure, Rob Morrow, Janine Turner, um, Cynthia Geary, John Corbett, Elaine Miles, Darren Burroughs. Yeah, I mean, not too many. Oh, Anthony Edwards was in that? I guess I didn't remember that. Have you seen yeah, him it was lately? A... No. He looks uh-uh. terrible. Does he? Ah, wonder what's going on with him. I mean, I don't know, just aging probably. Like goose. Sometimes goose. it's nice to see a man aged not well. 
because it's always met. You well, know, we men talked about Johnny, better. right? They always age better. Well, Johnny Depp's teeth, like he didn't age well. Nasty teeth, boy. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say anything. He was born in 1962, so he's only, what, nine years older than me. He shouldn't look that bad. I don't know. I looked him up. I forget what, why, and I was like, ooh. Maybe it was a bad <laughs> picture, but he looked bad. <laughs> Bro. I don't know. These pictures, he doesn't, he, well, he just looks like his beard is pretty gray. It doesn't look horrible. I don't know. I like Mark Green. I, I like him in uh, ER. I haven't finished that yet. I guess I should finish that while I'm on. Uh, oh, yeah. You never did your rewatch? No. Like I saw, well, I got to the part, the season when he died. And then I was like, okay, I'm done. I just sent you I the picture wanna... that came up when I Googled him. And maybe now you'll see why I was like, whoa. Let's see. Oh, oh yeah. He definitely reminds me of... um. Was it who was the guy on uh, the Andy Griffith show? Was it Don Knotts? Yeah, but I don't know if I, <laughs> I see that. Yeah. You don't see that? He kind of looks like no, Don like I don't know, like the picture of him, like his full body when he's standing, like this picture. It reminds me of Kevin from The Office. Oh, really? Interesting. <clears throat> Please bear with me in my raspy voice. Is it sexy? What's going on there? <laughs> um. So, okay, Al- A-Rod, like, what's going on with him? And why does people entertainment think that A-Rod announcing that he has gum disease is big news? I didn't like, even see that. Oh, my God. It came through my Facebook, like, scroll. Or maybe it was an email. But it's like Alex Rodriguez reveals he has early stage gum disease looks can be deceiving anything (laughs) to like remain relevant probably right and then he's saying that he never chewed tobacco while he was an mlb but he was an avid sunflower seed consumer well it's just like fucking kylie jenner and timothy chalamet it's like chris jenner no one cares they keep trying to like put out news articles them spotted together and i'm like truly no one cares I uh, yeah, I don't really care no. about the. It's yeah. tr- it's like such a PR stunt that really no one cares about. But like, really, okay. The, what's next? Like, somebody gets their period, and that's big news for People Magazine. Like, this is silly. Early gum disease. Slow news week. It was a really slow news week because then, um, the next headline that grabbed my eye on the Dean's list, right, um. Vanilla Ice will headline a show at Guarantee Rate Field. So it's like, okay. Like they're actually having a concert there or he's doing like a halftime thing? It's an I Love the 90s tour post-game concert. Oh, post-game. At at, um, August 25th after the game against the Athletics. Who else is going to be there? Rob Bass and Tone Loke. That's it? Yeah, just Mm. the three of them. I mean, I, if I got free tickets, I would go. Like, I'm sure it'd be fun to sing along. Well, yeah, I haven't been to a Sox game in a while, but oh, it doesn't really. Yeah, you know, we talked the nineties to me. Yeah, no, we were talking about the Sox, me and Joe, because you know, my son does like a lot of um, online reselling of like sports memorabilia and stuff, and he came across like this White Sox hat, and he listed it. 
And within 10 minutes, he had like 10 offers all from the West Coast. And we were like trying and they were like 300, 400, 500 dollars for the socks cap. And we were trying to figure it out. And I I mean, we kind of narrowed it down to the fact that like during NWA, like Easy E and Ice Cube days, they all wore white socks hats because that way they weren't throwing colors. Yeah, right. The black they and white. Right. Right. And so and it was like, you know, everything old is new again. So like maybe people are getting back into this 90s hip hop culture and they're looking, but it's all offers from the West Coast, like California and Las Vegas. Mm. It's all offers from there. So I thought that was really interesting. And I'm like, maybe you should keep it. He's like, hell no. He doesn't like the sex. No, I'm like, what do I have that I could sell? Shit. Right. Like, seriously, it's all these these West Coast kids or people. I'm like, I wonder if they're like super like well-known rappers that are bidding on it because it's a hat from the 90s. Like it's a different different design and stuff. So and remember last show we talked about friggin Robert De Niro having another kid. <laughs> yeah. OK, so Al Pacino apparently couldn't couldn't uh, he, he had to get in the competition. So now so hold my beer. Yes. So now he's having another child and he is 83 years old. Yeah. I mean, it's just fucking insane. I don't understand. I think it's just Isn't she like 20 like, something? That's so gross. She looks very young. Yeah. Just whatever. And then were you uh, a fan of that 70s show? Meh, like I watched it, but I wouldn't say I was a fan. I so saw Danny, that, what's his name, yeah. finally got in trouble. I, he's been on, like, I feel like there's been so many trials. Well, he was finally found guilty, two yeah. out of three rape counts. But, like, he was a, a Scientologist guy. A lot of them are, though. Like, what's her name, I think, on the show was, too? Like, that Laura Prepon. Oh, really? And I so was what, uh, the, the Handmaid's Tale, Elizabeth, what the hell is her name? She's she's a she's Scientologist. A, yeah, a lot too. of them are. I mean, what do you think about that whole thing? Is it like a racket? Is it kind of like like okay? I have I you know Mormon friends. It's a cult. Well, and I mean, but then do you say that about the Mormons? Because for say sure, that about the Mormons Catholicism—they're all fucking oh. cults <laughs> and pyramid schemes. And <laughs> but I think Scientology, especially, like that's why a lot of them like like get a career. Is like something with Scientology. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like all the Mormons I know, they're pretty wealthy and they're well connected because it's like they all take care of their own. Mm-hmm. And it, so as Scientologists, you know, are they like that too? Where they're just like, all right, you know, we yeah, need to for get sure. The, yeah, that's crazy. Did you ever watch the show? Uh, God, I can't think of anyone's name today or any names. It's L. Ron Hubbard. That no, it's the one from King of Queens. Leah Remini. Oh yeah, Leah. Yes, she did I that haven't whole watched show. it, but yeah, no, I knew that she she had a yeah. bad um, experience. Super there. evil. That one's wife has been missing forever. You know they killed her, and they just won't say what happened. Yes, because she kept trying to get a hold of her, and no one will listen. Like mm-hmm. Leah Remini is trying to say, like, look, she, he he killed her, and they yeah. yeah I don't like organized religion, generally speaking. 
Okay. Well, I I can uh, I can definitely see that. You can that. say a prayer for me when you do your church. <laughs> but I'm, I'm... I'm, guess what? I got you for your birthday, Steph. Um, holy holy water. Oh God. <laughs> I prefer that over okay. like a Bible, so that's fine. Oh my God! I remember I had a cousin. He he gave me a Bible for Christmas one year, and this is a cousin that I I like. I have a million cousins. I don't exchange gifts with most of them, right? He gave me a Bible one year and he told me it was because I was a witch. <laughs> I think I was like 15 years old. Weirdo. I'm like, why do you think I'm a witch? Like, I don't understand that. Random. You like your rock and roll music. Maybe. Like, I had an Iron Maiden poster in my room. Yeah, I always and say, like, Judas I Christ always did really well in school and my first bad grade ever was sophomore year of high school I had to take scripture oh, and I just yeah. could not be less interested in it yeah I you know I've done a couple bible studies over the years but you know I did it with friends so it was like more interesting and but I if you had to say like did I memorize scripture and I know no I that I would fail I don't think I could do that no I'm good no, no. Um, our favorite girl that we made fun of because she talks funny and you do her accent really, really well. That Anna Delvey. Come on, pull do it I out. do her accent well? Yeah, I could not do it. And we were talking. I was talking uh, about how I tried. Saying? I tried to watch her show and it, the, you know the whatever the Netflix one, and I couldn't because the way she fucking talked, I couldn't deal with it. I just oh, couldn't God, I deal with it. what she said. But yeah, no, I remember doing, I had to like have the phrase though to do it. Something like you are not invited. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Just very like, uh, it's a weird funny. mesh of accents. I thought you were going to talk about Theranos with the deep voice who now has changed oh, her voice back. But she's going to prison too. Well, Anna Delvey is dropping a single and a podcast. Oh, God. It's called Meet the Real Me. The Anna Delvey thing wasn't bad. It was just like sometimes Shonda Rhimes has like Ryan Murphy syndrome where it doesn't like hold up. Like you got to just give it up at some point. It, it was just was to that, me it was too that many was episodes. Shonda? That was a Shondaland production, that one? I thought it was. Okay. I mean, she's got her fingers in a lot of stuff. I actually, I couldn't wait any longer and I started watching Charlotte, the Bridgerton one. Oh, yeah. Is it good? Yeah. It's it's really good. It's really good. But I think she had like 13 kids and I'm like, all right, this is like in the way old ancient times. Like, how did she have 13 kids and get through it all alive when like well, she had money? People, right? She was the queen. Yeah, she was the so... queen of England. I think that's how. Yeah. I didn't know they see. were based on real people. Yes. And in the beginning of the show, they kind of give a disclaimer. Like Bridgerton is about based on real people? Apparently so. So huh. Charlotte, Queen of England. Yeah. So they say, they they just say, like, it's loose, loosely based on historical things. But, yeah. So she... How many kids? Children. Yeah, let me tell you. I'll count them out here. Fifteen children. Ugh. Thir Thirteen survived into adulthood. That sounds horrible. Isn't that crazy? So she was the wife of King George the Third, and they had fifteen. And he was the he was the king that they called the Mad King, because he had a little a little bit of uh. 
I don't know if he had anxiety or what he had, but it, they called him the Mad King. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? When we went to the Tower of London, we learned about a lot of them, but I don't remember Charlotte being talked about. Yeah, she was born in 1744 and passed in 1818. Sophia Charlotte of Mecklenburg Strelitz. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? So, I mean, it's loosely based on it. Yeah, you know, I can't get into some of that stuff. Do I think, I do think it's funny when, like, they show that Tom from Succession was in the Pride and Prejudice, like, he was Mr. Darcy in the the one movie. Because, <laughs> like, he, I do know that just because Davion loves Pride and Prejudice. So I've seen it quite a few times. Has Davion watched, like, the Pride and Prejudice, like, all of the Jane Austen? But it would oh, be, yeah, like, probably. No, no, but it was, like, Pride and Prejudice and, like, Sea Monsters or I think whatever. So. There's, like, a zombie one. I think he had the books. Yes. Too. Yes. I had the books and I watched them and they were really good. I liked them. Yeah, I remember but he was I, watching some, like, it was, like, a modern day that kept, like, flash. It was, like, on PBS or something. I don't know. He loves Pride and Prejudice. So he's just, he's a Jane Austen fan. Yeah. Yeah. He just likes all that, like, I just well, said you know, he's he an Anglophile. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, Pride and Prejudice. Well, and that book was written in 1813. So, I, yeah, I, I dig it. I dig all that kind of stuff. But isn't it funny to think of Tom as Mr. Darcy? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. It's so opposite of his character on Succession. <laughs> um, Steph, you are dog sitting. And I ran into this article and I was like, I don't, you know, like. How often do you run into human shit when you're walking dogs? I mean, could you tell if it was? I don't know if I'd be able to tell. I don't know. So this guy that this dog owner says that his dog ate opioid tainted human shit at a park and it made his dog really sick. How does he know that that's. I guess because they took him to the vet. He was a Himalayan sheepdog poodle. Why are you letting your dog eat shit, first of all? Probably weren't watching him. I mean, right. the dogs I was watching my last morning there, I was leaving that morning and going to work, and I come downstairs after showering, and they had gotten into my purse, and they took out my two little pill things. Oh, and no. And there's pills crushed all over the floor. The thing, the plastic case is in pieces. It looked like they only ate the like the fish oil and my vitamin D. So it's just Is like this the oils. Kingsley and Chalou? It was Kingsley and their new one, Nellie. Chalou was upstairs oh. with me. I was like, Chalou is, is like, she's a quiet dog. She wouldn't do any of that, but Kingsley would. No, and yeah. Nellie's just as bad because she's uh -oh. kind of like still a puppy. So I'm freaking she's out. Sure. I'm like, what pills did they eat? I had already taken my Synthroid and everything else seemed to be like on the floor all over. Oh, but no. I had to tell the woman, and then later she's like, are you sure Kingsley didn't get anything? He's acting really weird. And I'm like, anxious all day at work about that. He ended up being fine. She said the next day he was normal. But I was like, God damn it. Stress me out. Well, that's not your fault. I know, you know, but I just felt bad, you know. I know. You feel responsible. But, she, I mean, how many times have you watched those dogs and they've been <laughs> He's fine. always getting into something. Right. The one time like he's on a diet, so you know, just just because he's so food crazed. Right. So, you know, don't give him table food even though he acts like he's starving. 
Oh, and well, I when I was over there, yeah. ordered a pizza and I only ate a couple slices and then I had it like I was going to put it in the fridge. He ate the entire pizza. He got on the stove. Oh, I so remember when they that. got home. I'm like, so much for his diet because he ate a whole pizza. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, well, when we've had him in Michigan, he's eaten like two steaks off the grill. He jumped oh, my on God. On the grill? He's oh, crazy. <laughs> Well, he w- when we recorded over there once, he was like on the dining room table. Oh yeah, like, no, the other one does it too. They get on the table. Oh really? And they just and I lay had, there. Yeah, I think I had carrots and celery, and he didn't give a shit. He he wanted to eat it, so he I was like, anything. Yeah, I fed him carrots and celery yeah. while we recorded while he stood on the table next to me. It's just crazy. And then they wake me up at exactly six a.m. If they're not up to go out yet, they're up to go. Like, oh really? Yeah, they know when it's time to eat. And usually they were waking me up at like 4.30 or 5 to go out and go potty. And then they think it's time to eat. And I'm like, no, we still got like another hour. And they're all mad. Um, <laughs> You're like, let me go back to sleep. You're not eating. But now that. I got to watch out for opioid human shit. I, apparently, yeah. So this person walked their dog and then noticed the dog was eating something and went over to see what the dog was eating. And she noticed it was poop. Ugh. And then several hours later, the dog was acting strangely. She was wobbling or the t- the tail was down. Something was wrong with the dog. So then they took the dog to emergency care and they said it was marijuana intoxication and there were opioids in her system. Well, also, now they're saying there's like the fentanyl thing. There's something else that's being laced and you can't like that Narcan. It doesn't even work on it. I really what it was called but honestly just like everyone needs to not do drugs for the time being well i'll be doing drugs next week well so that's different <laughs> i'll take it was a funny, I, was, I was talking to my cousin karen and i said tramadol she's like oh i like that one <laughs> i was like okay i don't think i've had that one tramadol i just know dilaudid dilaudid they gave that to me when i when i got up from surgery my favorite and I was like, ow, ow, I'm in pain. And she's like, Dilaudid. And then I'm like, ow, she's like, fentanyl. And I'm like, ah, now I'm feeling good. <laughs> yeah, that Dilaudid did me well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Dilaudid is fun. But Tramadol is cool. But I guess I just need to learn that I can't drive after taking it, like, the day after. Because remember, I had, like, those hallucinations. I'm like, oh, the doctor's having a party. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> So I still remember um, when my friend B was in that really bad car accident. She was in the hospital like forever. And the one day, I don't know what they had given her, but she's telling me there's a DJ in the corner playing music. I'm like, B, what are you like? I had no idea <laughs> what she was talking about. It was so, it was it allotted or tramadol? What was it? I don't it? know. This was like 20 years ago now. I don't remember. But I remember thinking, like, ooh, they got you on some good shit. Because there's no DJ in this room right now. Well, and my ex sister in law, she would she would do her get her hips replaced pretty frequently, and I remember going to visit her, and we're just talking, right? Like blah 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 and blah blah blah, and then she goes, "Oh, she's like, do you want to do you want to get the sandwiches or do you want to break the pinata?" And I was like, "What? What did you just say?" And then she would go back to like talking about normal stuff, and then she would say something else that was random, and I'm like, "You're at a party." Yeah, like, I think your meds are fucking with you, dude. Like, I don't know what you're talking about pinatas. There's no pinatas over here. And there's certainly no sandwiches. It sounds fun, though. I wish I had that. All I had when I took too much was I threw up. Oh, <laughs> geez, that's fun. not fun. No. 
You're like, there were no pinatas for me. It was no, cute. no DJ, no party. That's too funny. Well, I'll have to report back on what they do and how I react. Um, I so many random stories this week. So Jude Law apparently was um he was playing Henry the Eighth and Firebrand. And so he decided like he actually had to have a perfume made for him to get him into character. What? And so he said that doing his research on the character of Henry VIII, he said that um, they reported that you could smell Henry from three rooms away because his leg was rotting so badly. And that he hid it with rose oil. He constantly wore rose oil. So he, while playing this role, he had a perfume uh, perfume maker create a scent that was reminiscent of what Henry VIII might have smelled like. Okay. So it was a perfume with notes of pus, blood, fecal matter, and sweat. You just really want me to throw up tonight. I I don't know how I between came up the with gooch all grease and this fucking I wouldn't call that a perfume ever. Oh, but they, I'm in that perfume junkies on Facebook, and people will be like, "I want to smell like cigarettes," and there's a perfume for it. I want to smell or, like puppy breath. They got that. Uh, probably they have like you want to smell like milk. They have perfumes that smell like milk. There was another one that was really weird. I don't like. All right, well, find me a puppy breath, and then we can talk. Okay. Well, okay. speaking of Jude Law, that movie that he was in, did you see Natalie Portman's husband cheated on her? <gasps> no, yeah. but I like Jude Law. I can't think of that movie she was in where they all cheated on each other, but he was in it. And really? Wasn't he in it? Am I it's really Sinel. losing my fucking mind today? So reality is... Um, it was Clive like this, Owen, yeah. Julia Roberts. Wasn't it Natalie Portman and... Well, let's look it up, my shall we? I just watched a really cute movie, but it wasn't Natalie Portman. Or was it? (laughs) It it was a cute movie with... We um, did drugs today. Probably. It was a really cute movie with um, the Hulk guy. What's his name? Um, Robert Downey Jr.? No, no. He played the Hulk. Um, Oh, that's Iron Man. Mark Ruffalo? Yes, Mark Ruffalo's in it, and he's like, he was a owned a record company, and um, oh, it's Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley is singing, and fucking Adam Levine is in it, and he's like the scumbag boyfriend, and Catherine Keener is in it, and um, late night talk show host that is show, the British guy. What's his name? Uh, James um, Corden. Yes, James Corden is in it, and he's so cute, and he sings so good. And okay, I'm not losing one. my mind. It's closer, and it is Jude Law and Natalie Portman. Oh yeah, I remember that movie. So yeah, now her. But I think she cheated with her husband with his like girlfriend at the time. So sometimes it's like, well, you know, like what did you think he was gonna do? Yeah, I mean, but doesn't 
Jude Law kind of, doesn't he have that reputation of being a cheater, right? Wasn't he the one with the nanny? Or am I yeah, I mean, he's another one, but I was just thinking of the whole Natalie Portman thing. Yeah. Her husband, that Benjamin, Benjamin Millipede. Millipede. Huh. Sounds like a fucking worm. Cheated Millipede. with a, like a 26-year-old. <laughs> Oh, boy. It's always the younger <laughs> women. It's always the younger women. Um, all right. We'll change topics. How about Janelle Monet and her titties? I love her. <laughs> she says, I'm much happier when my titties are out. Like, who isn't? Yeah, we're all happier, we're happier when, when, when your titties are out. are out, when our titties are out. Right? So um, we are in Pride Month, folks. So if you're not happy with the rainbows, then close your fucking eyes. And, like, just um, shut the fuck up. Really? Right? Like. Yeah, I agree. So she's got a late her latest single, Lipstick Lover, is an ode to queer liberation. And it's accompanied by a decidedly not safe for work music video that features her topless at one point. So and she's she uh she was interviewed and she said she feels more comfortable letting it all hang out. And she, her quote is I'm much happier when my titties are out and I can run around free. Speaking so. of titties, did you watch somebody somewhere on uh, HBO? It said Bridget Everett. She always has like titty songs. She's like a comedian that like does. No, music. I have not, but I want to because it's been renewed, right? Yeah. It just got renewed for season three. So that's why I, I saw it that. It's so good. So, Okay, so that'll be one of my laid up in bed shows. Yeah, it's only two seasons and I think they're only like six episodes each. So you can absolutely get through it. And it's really, it's like a, kind of like a feel good, but funny. I'm good with that. I love those kind of shows. I'm trying to think I've got saved is the Yellow Jackets. And so then I'll do this somebody somewhere. I still got to catch up on Yellow Jackets. Yeah. Well, and I got to catch up on Succession. So, um, Steph, you know how like the mac and cheese, like we've seen crazy concoctions like that Velveeta puts out these different mac and cheese. So now Velveeta is um, putting out some truffles that are mac and cheese and white chocolate. Yuck. I don't know. When it comes to, um, I like like a slice of Velveeta, like that brick cheese. Yeah, with some syrup, yeah. but I don't like when Ooh, it comes to syrup. Are yeah, you crazy? it's like a thing we've always done. My Alabama grandma, it's a southern thing, I think. So it's Velveeta and syrup. It's like really good. Syrup. I mean, think of a McGriddle. Like I've when never you, had when a we McGriddle. eat pancakes, we would like dip a piece of Velveeta in our syrup. I mean, I like I like uh, syrup on my bacon. Yeah. I, I actually I used to put syrup on my hash browns too. Damn, I want breakfast right now. <laughs> Doesn't that sound well, good? I'm telling you, take us uh, just a chunk of Velveeta cheese and dip it in. If you're eating pancakes or something, dip it in your syrup. It's so good. Okay, but I will try. In terms it. of like mac and cheese, I'm more of like a craft mac and cheese. I don't really like the Velveeta ones. Same. I think Velveeta mac and cheese is really salty. I yeah, like it's the just like that butter. super, I don't know, like even the color of it, I don't like. <laughs> yeah, so Velveeta teamed up with a Los Angeles-based chocolatier. That's so gross. To, to create the Truffvel, the shell-shaped confection that puts Velveeta's cheese sauce. Um, if we were talking truffle oil, been- maybe. No, it's sweet white chocolate paired with the creamy, delicious bite of Velveeta. No. I mean, I 
think I would try it. Sometimes I guess I'm saying like know. syrup and cheese. Right. That because I thing, but I don't know. It, white chocolate. Well, I like white chocolate. I but have too, you ever but... dipped like your French fries in your ice cream? Oh, or yeah, your... like a frosty. Yeah. So it's and I like, like... like Trader Joe's used to have chocolate covered potato chips. Mm, so oh, good. yeah, I would eat those. I haven't been to Trader Joe's lately. Um, rest in peace stuff. I know we, it seems like we haven't talked in a while. And Tina Turner. Yeah, on my birthday. Yes. I was so getting sorry. my manicure and it came up on the breaking news. I was like, oh. Yeah. And uh, I had to text my brother first because when he was like four, his favorite song was Private Dancer by Tina yes. Turner. <laughs> he I would make my mom play it all the time. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> he didn't answer me when I texted him. <laughs> he didn't. He's probably no, but he used to dance for us and tell my mom to play the dancer song. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Did she get it on video at all? Like I totally wish, but no. Like, you know, nowadays you have everything on video, but back then, <laughs> I don't think we had a video camera until I was like 10, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm your private dancer. I know, I had to play it just to remind myself. I'm like, actually, this is a really good song, but it's kind of pervy for him to be four years old and love it so much. Right? I don't, well, when I was four, I used to love Neil Diamond. I would play, um... Is it cherry, 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 cherry baby or whatever? My grandpa had a bar, so they would just keep giving me, I think it was dimes for the jukebox. <laughs> and I would just keep playing Neil Diamond over and over. Nobody really cared. You know, when I was little, I like my grandma said I would always make her play Polk Salad Annie by Tony Joe White. I and then when I worked, song. huh? I don't know that song. Oh, what I don't know. That? She just always would tell me, I love, this was your favorite song when you were little. And when I worked for Steve one day, like when I first started like interning, they said someone was coming in, Tony Joe White. And I'm like, why do I know that name? And I like Googled him and I'm like, oh, my God, that's my song that I loved when I was little. <laughs> so I like had to tell him. Um, but yeah, that's like the ones like I think there's certain songs when, you know, you're like a little kid. And that's the one that is, gets associated with me and my brother's well, a private dancer. <laughs> wow. I don't know that. I, yeah. I don't know with my kids. They listen to everything. I mean, every time I hear, um, I hear uh, San Sublime Santeria, I think of my son, Davey, like he would be in his car seat and he'd just be singing along. I don't practice Santeria. That reminds me of like, my brother, like in high school, yeah. liking it. Here's Pokesell and Annie. Oh, wait, it's not playing. <laughs> Now, you know a girl lived down there, and she'd go out in the evenings and pick her a mess of it, carry it home and cook it for supper. And if she had any leftovers, she'd dry it out and smoke it. But she did all right. This is funny that this is the song I like. I like it. Yeah, I don't know how much I can play, but now I want to listen to all of it because it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm in the honky tonk listening to that. Yeah, I guess I would always say, play this, play the Annie song, play the Annie song. Oh, yeah. And then I got yeah. to meet him and tell him that you were my favorite song when I was little. <laughs> was he like, what kind of fucking he music? He was super did you... nice, just like an old he? country guy. And he had a really, really cute son that was like his manager. Oh, so it was okay. a good little 
It was a good little moment. It was a little, was a little meet cute you had with the sun. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so I was a Karen last week. So I got, you know what? Let's do our, let's do our, um, do five we want to do five things first and sure. then we'll do positions. Okay. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Thanks to Stella. Stella Sonic from the Strays in the UK. Uh, Find them on Western Star Records in the UK. Thanks to Estelle. We miss you. We want some new music, lady. Mm -hmm. Um, So (laughs) I had a couple Karen moments last week. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know if I like this aging bit where... Like, it's always the menopausal ladies that are, like, flying off the fucking handle, right? So, yeah, I feel like I've had Karen moments. And then when I tell other people, they're like, no, you, they were just assholes. So maybe it wasn't. My one Karen moment, though, it was. So there's a Duncan that I pass on the way to work. And I used to go there. And then it was, like, maybe a year and a half ago, probably almost two years now. I got a nice tea and it tasted like mold. My problem is, is I'll get the tea. I don't drink it until I get to work when it's too late to like go back and get another one or tell them it sucks or whatever. So I took like a big sip of it and I was like, Oh my God. And I spit it out and I had my coworker smell it. He's like, dude, that's disgusting. It smells like mold. I'm like, it is so gross. So I called the store and they were just like, oh, well, just come in and we'll give you a new tea. And I'm like, no, no, this, this happened. Okay. So that was, that was like two years ago that it happened to me, right? So then last week I was like, oh, there's no line at this Duncan, completely forgetting that that's the shitty Duncan with the shitty tea. Don't go there. And I go through the drive through and I order a tea. And again, I, you know, I get to work and I, whatever, it's moldy, right? So I did. I contacted Duncan, I contacted the store, and they were just basically like, come in and we'll give you a refund. Whereas the first time when it happened, they just wanted to replace it. And I oh, was like, God. fuck you guys, I'm never coming back. How there. is it moldy? Like, what is the deal? Well, that's what I couldn't understand. Because like you go to Starbucks and you order a tea, they have a pitcher of freshly brewed tea that's usually really strong. So then they cut it with water, but it's fresh, right? Yeah. Uh, McDonald's is the same thing. Like I've gotten hot cups of tea where they add ice to it because it's freshly brewed. So I'm like, how is this Dunkin' like two times both visits in the past two years that this has fucking happened, right? So I go in there to like get a refund because I'm like, this is bullshit. You guys are charging like almost $4 for a cup of fucking tea because I'm too lazy to brew my own tea. Like I want my money back. Mm -hmm. So I go in there and the guy's like, oh, well, the manager that needs to do the refund is standing outside. And he's like just shooting the shit with some guy like outside by the car. So this Karen goes out of Dunkin' Donuts and I like whistle at him and I'm like, can you get in here and do your job? (laughs) (laughs) So he comes in and then the owner of the store that had emailed me and, you know, like, oh no, everything's fresh. Everything's fresh. They're both like, trying to explain to me like you know oh no we checked the because i'm like something's moldy there's your ice bucket it's your ice maker it's the tea like something's bad and so he's like no no i came in and we checked everything everything's good in fact there was a lady here drinking a cup of tea and we asked her and she said it was perfect 
And I'm like, that's bullshit. You're not going to go up to, you know, customers. Yeah, and say, is it moldy? Right, right. So I'm watching and I'm standing in the store and I'm telling the guy, I'm like, your store is beautiful. Like everything's so new and neat and clean. I go, I don't understand why this is the second time this has happened. And it like you would think it, it might have been a fluke two years ago, but like happening again, it's got to be. So the guy goes over to the counter and then I notice that all of their their teas, like so green teas, sweetened, unsweetened, they're all on tap. Uh, it's like it's like getting a beer out of a tapper. So that thing is probably just gross. Right. So that and he's like, oh, no, we make fresh tea several times a day. And I'm like, but you're dumping it into these reservoirs that you probably don't clean. Yeah, you probably don't clean the reservoirs. You probably don't clean the lines. And he, the guy had nerve enough to like pour me another cup of tea out of the reservoir and give me a straw. I pulled the lid off and I smelled it. And I'm like, no, I'm like, this is gross. I'm like, that's what's wrong. You could add fresh tea, tea all you want. Yeah. If it's dirty lines, you, you it's going to taste like shit and get people sick. So I felt like a bitch, but then I was like, I'm not the bitch because it clearly was disgusting. So I had a Karen moment. You just reminded me. Oh, tell me about it. So I don't feel alone over here. My Karenness. <laughs> I was running around because, you know, that's all I do. And I was dog sitting and I had cats and I would work to that Friday and I was going to that thing later in the day and like running around. So I'm trying to find parking by the one cat and it's like right off Lakeshore Drive and there's like literally no parking. So at the end of the block, there's like a tow zone, but there's no like hydrant, you know. Okay. So I just put on my flashers. It's going to be, what, 20 minutes? Right. As I'm walking in the building, I look to my right and I see, like, down the block, like, one of those yellow vests. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's a parking person. And oh, like, eh. shit. Like, I'm not by a hydrant. Everyone, like, either double parks or pulls up in these spots, you know, on True. all these streets. Because it's so terrible parking there. Right. Well, don't you know I come out and there's a fucking ticket in my car? Oh, not again, stuff. And I'm really? Like, Motherfucker. Well, this time it was actually like a legit ticket. The other ticket was not even legit. It was because of the fucking rental car sticker. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah. I'm like, God damn it. Like, really? Like, if you look down the block, there were at least three cars double parked. I'm like, I don't see tickets on those fucking cars. At least I'm not blocking the street. I could see if yeah. I was blocking a hydrant, too. But like, really? What do you expect people to do over here? So I turn down to go up the street, like to go around the corner and I see like a guy in a vest and I'm like, it's got to be him. He was just on the next block, you know? Right, right. So I right. pull up and he's like ticketing a car and there's like two people standing there and I'm like, hey, excuse me. And I like pull into this little driveway like where he is I'm like, excuse me. And he's just like ignoring me. So now I'm getting mad. <laughs> right. so I'm like, um, can, can you hear me? Do you have headphones and I don't see? I can hear you. I'm doing my job, though, so I can listen. And I'm like, OK, but you didn't even look over here. So I'm just making sure you can hear me. I can hear you. So now he's just pissing me off. I'm like, so I was just wondering, like, when you ticket people, you give a ticket when someone's flashers are on and they're clearly pulled up into a spot for, you know, a short amount of time. I didn't ticket you. I'm like, you didn't. You weren't just on the next block. Ma'am, I was not on the next block. Don't come over here fucking accusing me of things. And oh, like, boy. Fuck you. Oh, I just boy. saw someone in a vest on the next block. I wasn't even accusing you. I was asking you a question. You're the one who's had a fucking attitude since I pulled up here. 
And then he started saying something back. And I was like, you know what? I hope you feel good about yourself. I hope you feel cool with your big job, giving people tickets. Go fuck yourself. Have a nice fucking day. And I just like backed out of the driveway and flew down the street. I was like livid. Oh, good for you, though. But the two people that were standing there, I think they were like waiting for an Uber, <laughs> like just waiting there. They're just like staring oh, at us shit. like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I was so fucking mad. I would be too. A ticket's a ticket, man. $75. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Oh no. So I'm contesting it. I'm sure I'm going to end up having to pay it, but like, fuck them. And I'm pretty sure it was him. How are you just happen to be on the next block right now? Oh, you know, it was him. He was just, you know, trying not to get his ass beat by saying it wasn't him. <laughs> you know, it was him. I wasn't even really like I figured it was him, but I was just like asking the question. He's the one who immediately went like, why are you going to assume it's me? I'm like, you weren't just on the next block. Oh, you know, it was him. Yeah, it was you just know. like and then the I was thinking attitude. as I drove away, I'm like, I probably look like a Karen. But you know what? I don't give a fuck. No, no. Yeah, I know I've had other Karen moments. Well, and my coworker's like, you know, you're such a Karen. He's like, but you're fucking hilarious. He's like, even <laughs> when you're mad, you're hilarious. And it's interesting because I belong to like those Gen X groups on Facebook. And um, this guy posted, he goes, I think one of the best things about being Gen X is everything can 100% can be 100% acceptable and be funny at the same time. We can That's sound true. Yeah, he's like, we can sound wicked and sensitive, funny and deeply caring all at the same time. And that I feel like that's me. Like, I can be pissed, but funny at the same time. Like, you know, like, don't fuck with me, but I'm going to make you laugh. I do just know? have to keep reminding myself, though, about like everyone has a cell phone now and these Karen pages and shit. shit like yes. that kid I got in a fight with at McDonald's. And then when I was stuck downtown in traffic, yelling at people, I'm like, this is just going to be bad for me at some point. Well, OK, so remember the ultimate Karen who was like yelling at that guy in Central Park? Oh, yeah. About the bird birds. watching. Oh, he she got choked his... her dog out. Right. She lost her job. And that guy, he now has his own show on National Geographic. Yeah, called... I saw that. He got his own yes. show. Called Extraordinary Birder. Christian Cooper. Yeah. I mean, yeah. mostly I was just mad that she actually also had a Karen moment with a dog. I was driving over there. I don't know. Maybe something about that neighborhood. There's an <laughs> old man like walking his dog, but the dog is just like trailing behind him. He's not walking fast, but the dog was super old too. And she, he's like dragging Aww. it. Aww. So I pulled over and I was like, hey, you want to fucking slow down and stop dragging your dog along? And he kind of was like, look back like, oh, like I'm like, you dumb fuck. <laughs> I love that though. That is totally Karen, but it's also like you're you're like the You're not paying uh, attention and your dog can't keep up with you. Yeah, like you're, you're literally the, dragging it. You're the patron saint of old tired dogs. Dumb fucker. <laughs> well, I had to like my doctor called and you know they said like, Oh, we need x rays of your knee and uh can you come in and you know, work is crazy because my boss is gearing up to take a couple weeks off. So our schedule's like slammed. And so I get out and seriously, I had like 30 minutes to make a 45 minute drive. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know if I'm going to make it. So like every seemed like everybody was going so slow. And so my I must have said the word motherfucker about a thousand times while I was making that drive. And I'd be like, beep, beep, motherfucker, move over, get out of my lane. Like, I, and 
for sure stuff I thought when I got to my doctor's appointment that my blood pressure would have been super high yeah and I even called them like I'm running late they're like if you're more than 10 minutes late we're gonna have to reschedule I'm like no no you guys need to see me like I I, I will make it there I will I promise so I'm you know like motherfuckering everybody on the road and then I get there and I walk in and I'm like did I make it they're like oh yeah 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 you're good you're good and so I get in the room and she's like, let's wait a minute to take your blood pressure. And I'm like, okay. And then she wakes, like maybe waits five minutes and it was so fucking low. I'm like, maybe this is the key to like, you were letting out healthy. your stress. Yes. Like just screaming at everybody, move the fuck over you cocksucker. Like I'm screaming at everybody while I'm driving. And my blood pressure was like beautiful. Mm-hmm. So now I think I'm just going to swear my days away and I'm I'll be, yeah, and I'll be healthy, I'll be healthy. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't remember anything else about, um, uh, yeah, we about, can just like, go what, with our yeah. hates this week and I got some yeah, positions. Well, no, I can't say like, actually, I've been spending some time up in the Kenosha area and I had a lovely, uh, date dinner and we went to you know how like I love my um dog and suds over here like the old school drive-ins like super dog is kind of like that too so I I got to go to the uh big star drive-in in Kenosha was and good. it was good yeah I had a little cheeseburger the fries were really good and they how have, are the they drivers make- up there because I was getting pissed yesterday about Wisconsin drivers I don't know. I don't seem to have a problem. There's a lot of construction in like Kenosha and the area. I was just stuck between like three lanes deep of guys towing big boats. And I'm like, come on, oh. get in one lane. No, that's my neighborhood. all the traffic. No, that's my neighborhood right now. Everybody's Ugh. trying to get everybody's trying to get to all these marinas with their boats on the weekends. And it's just bullshit. That was yesterday. I'm like yeah. running late and like all these fucking boats on the expressway. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're all trying to get their boats in the water. I'm surprised that it it wasn't worse last weekend because of Memorial Day. But mm. and actually I was talking to my cousin tonight. She's like, I think we bought a boat and it's it's like at the marina down the street from my house. And I'm like, Okay. I'm like, Well, instead of driving back and forth or it's got a cuddy cabin, I'm like, You don't have to sleep on the boat. I'll just give you keys. You can just come over here. She's like, Oh, we can bring our air mattress. I'm like, I don't know. One of us isn't usually home, so you could just sleep in our beds. I don't care. Yeah. So so hey Steph, we might have the inn with somebody with a boat on the chain instead of my <laughs> little lake. So <laughs> Yeah. Cuddy cabin. Those are fun. My mom had a boat with a cuddy cabin. My grandpa had one too. I remember like riding underneath and we would lay down and you'd hit big bumps and like you'd be flying around in there. You probably needed a helmet back then because it was crazy. But that was part of the fun, like hitting the big wakes and then like you would just be down there. Oh, yeah. Like that's probably what's wrong with me. I have like shaken baby syndrome with my fucking head getting banged up. (laughs) All right, Steph, let's play some music. What's our position? I think we got a rocking chair. Oh, a rocking chair. Another one of those, huh? For today, which is June 4th. All right. What do we got? Keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, my gosh. That's my sister's last name. (laughs) And, yeah, it's very, um, it's a woman kind of, like, knelt down on a rocking chair and the guy's on top of her. I don't know how oh. this would work unless it was like one of those huge chairs that you see at a street fest. Okay. 
like the optical illusion chairs. Right, right. Um, and then the six, which is Tuesday, is the family rack. Oh no, uh -oh. pack. <laughs> oh, I'm like, what are we doing with the I rack? I need reading here? glasses at some point. Uh, oh, I'll get you some. I'll add those to your birthday. No. Yes. <laughs> the family pack. It's on a chair, but it's not a rocking chair. Okay. Um, but is it still a big chair or is it an average size yeah, it chair? It looks like a regular chair. The guy sitting on it with his, like, like how you would do with the gynecologist, scoot your butt to the edge. Okay. And then okay. his legs are in the air and then the woman is standing in front of him between his legs, kind of like squatting down on him. Oh. Yeah. That doesn't sound impossible. No, that one doesn't seem as bad. I don't know about this rocking chair no. thing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm definitely after Friday, I've gotta like do some research on what positions are good for people with two fake knees. <laughs> well, isn't that, like it'll be better. I, well, my doctor told me, remember, he said, like, you'll never kneel again. So, like, well, when you're on top, you're kneeling, right? When you're doggy style, you're kneeling. You'll never kneel again. I thought that was the whole point is that, like, your knees no. are, like, you can do anything. Well, so my one friend, Ellie, she just had both of her knees replaced. So I, like, I did. I sent her a text. And I'm like, Ellie, so, like, my doctor told me I'd never kneel again. So, like, positions sexual positions and she's like oh honey you're fine as long as you're kneeling on like something soft she's like it's kneeling on like a hard floor or something like that it's gonna oh, really yeah, hurt then you're fine. so I'm like okay so I just remember when I dated that one guy that had the hip replacement and like the doctor actually gave us like like pictures of people fucking in the positions that were safe after a hip replacement. I was like, okay, doc, thanks so much. So maybe I should like embarrass my surgeon and be like, Hey, do you have like any like diagrams of like what sexual positions are to good me, after I think a you can replacement? Google that these days? I know, but I just would like to embarrass him because he likes that. He seems like he's a funny guy like that. Cause when he told me, he's like, you know, you're never going to kneel again. And like, kind of like, the real mischievous look so then I was like oh I know that in church I stay seated on the pew <laughs> so um uh yeah I don't know what where, where we were going with that but um we have a song this week right yeah <laughs> so we're reaching back into the archives and we have a band um it's actually a gal but obviously she has a band that's backing her up and her name is Beck Black and we are going with the song that's called American Mister. Here we go. Back Black.
And that was Beck Black with American Mister. And so Beck Black, the brand, is a Hollywood-based band that was formed in 2014. Um, she actually had a collaboration with the Beatles drummer Ringo Starr for the song Who's Gonna Save Rock and Roll in 2020. So um, you can find Beck Black on Facebook, on Instagram, or go to beckblack.com. Um, definitely move her in a shaker. Uh, check her out. Yeah, and that song was brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com. Enter discount code BITCHES at checkout for 33% of your entire order, free shipping, and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy. Tweakedaudio.com. Tweakedaudio.com. And if you'd like to be cool like Beck Black and you're an unsigned artist or, or you know, you're a a solo artist or you have a band send it on over to us go to radiomisfits.com there's a tab there that you can click on that says submit music fill out your information please include the the um uh, links to your music and send it on over radiomisfits.com thanks again to beck black for sending in that song this week and uh where are we going next Steph? I'm going to do a little dating. Uh, um, you know, I I will say, like, I can add something to my likes right now that kind of has to do with sex. Because I, remember I talked about, like, that shitty lube I got from Target? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I went back to my, like, old standard and I made a visit to Lover's Lane the other day. And um, Wicked, the brand is called Wicked. And it's the Aqua Lube Sensitive. Uh worth every penny just wonderful and i love going in there like in the middle of the day and it's just like me and two like really you know they're freaky deeks like one girl and then they had like all these tattoos everywhere and the other girl had like like lemon yellow hair (laughs) you just know you're gonna get good suggestions when you go in there and talk to these girls so they were like you want it's 25 percent off our treasure chest and i'm like i don't know that i need a treasure chest i got a drawer like i'm good (laughs) and then she's like oh well you need this and you know you need that and so it was cute like it was an adventure going in there but thank the lord for the wicked brand so wicked it's called wicked lube and they have a bunch of different like if you're into like the edible ones and stuff but i just wanted my good old standard like sensitive fragrance free one so um keep it in mind i've never used lube so i'll try to remember you know sometimes you need it right i mean they have specific lubes too for like anal and all that stuff so it's just a good brand and don't fucking buy your lube at Target. I did like, win don't. a Vanderpump Rules trivia night uh, gift card to a store in Boys Town. So, ooh, okay, have, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll have some fun stuff. I know, and I'm like talking to the girls, and I'm like, oh, last time I got like Tiger, and they run over. They're like, oh yeah, this is a good one. I'm like, yeah, it should be. It was 150 dollars. Like, yeah. So I know I still can't believe I paid that much for a, a vibrator. Whatever. Um, stuff we have, there's like, um, there's a dating term that's out there. So like you've heard of red flags and then they say green flags, but there's, there's a, a term of beige flags. Interesting, right? Yeah. I saved this too. That's really funny. Oh, you did? Okay. (laughs) So I'm taking it that, um, 
a beige flag is going to be something that isn't really remarkable, but it's like, uh, it's, it's kind of weird. So it's not like a green flag or a red flag. It's a beige flag that like, you know, they're kind of a weirdo, but it's a good weird, right? Is that how you understood it? I saved it and now I can't remember. So it's, for it. it's saying like, does your boyfriend feel compelled to announce everything he's about to do before he does it, even if it's just getting milk from the fridge? Or maybe your partner loves Bruce Springsteen. Ugh, I don't. Um, like a lot so much in fact that they've been to 89 concerts if either of these apply we might be talking about a beige flag situation yeah so, so it's something that's neither good nor bad but makes you pause for a minute when you notice it right like pineapple on pizza or somebody that loves excel spreadsheets like yeah it's it's just something odd but it's not like good or bad it's hmm. just maybe maybe a little freaky right so yeah I feel like I would probably think of them more in the red category though because if they're that odd to me I might be like ill like there's a little bit of an ick there really yeah okay I mean I think I might have had that mindset at one point in time and now I don't know I think I probably throw off a lot of beige flags right like I don't know, having a podcast where you have no filter and you talk about any random fucking thing, like, that's got to be, I don't know, maybe some people might think it's a red flag, right? Maybe a while ago, now everyone has a podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, more weird if you don't. True. True. I don't even know who I was talking to. And they're like, oh, I love podcasts. Oh, my my son, um, Memorial Day, he had like friends over, they were at the beach and then they came back and I had made steaks on the grill and shit so everybody was eating and the one girl's like oh I love podcasts and I'm like I don't know if I want to tell this young girl that I have pod I have a podcast because no. yeah they'll probably I'm sure but I'm sure if I look I, my son was a little buzzed I think if he was sober he'd probably have been like don't even think about telling her about <laughs> your podcast so I told her about Smartless I said Smartless is a great podcast so there you go but I don't know. I think I probably have more beige flags. Than I mean, I think it's probably something everyone has. It just depends on like the person and how they view it, if they think it's odd or not. But right. I think if it's something that like I'm noticing and I think it's weird, I think more often than not, that's not endearing to me. Right. Because they're saying what might be called a beige flag, that weird, odd or quirky behavior could be reframed and seen as cute or endearing. As long as it's not annoying or so annoying that it makes you cringe or embarrass you, then, you know, yeah, there's obviously just some weird things that I get like the ick from. So I could see it being more of like a bad thing to me. Yeah. I can't well, I think, think of one example, but in my head, it just doesn't sound like a great thing. Well, I, was, flag. I was talking about how like seriously this guy was super good looking and he had like a super fucking cool car but he listened to country music and and that for some people that might be a beige flag but for me it was a red flag like I was like I'm sorry I can't go out with you or and a it green wasn't, flag for some people well true but I mean this was 80s country I don't know um yeah, I don't You're right. I mean, I guess what a beige flag to me or a green flag to me could be a red flag to you. It's what gives you that ick, right? Yeah. Like yeah, foot I stuff. Can. You hate feet. So 
any like foot stuff for, for me i would be fine with it but you're just like red flag no feet no feet are <laughs> disgusting no feet stuff you're hilarious i did get a pedicure though well because y- you know you're treating yourself but you're not mm. touching someone else's feet nope no i'm fine with people leaving their socks on that to me is not a beige flag wait are you cool with socks on while you're having sex yeah a oh, thousand really? percent yeah, there's been times where I only have my socks on. Really? Yeah, I don't care. I don't know. I like <laughs> I like my feet bare. Although I don't know, in, in the winter, I do. I don't know. My feet just get cold and hot really easily. So either I'm wearing socks or I can't wear them at all. But I don't think during sex, I don't. I don't think I've ever worn socks. Oh, stockings, stockings, high Especially heels. Especially if I just put lotion on my feet, like at night, I want to put socks on. I don't want them to be like getting lotion on the sheets or just like when i walk i don't like that feeling when lotion's on the bottom of my feet it puts the lotion in the basket i don't know i don't like feet you're funny well (laughs) they're not alone a lot of people don't like feet uh do we have anything synchronicity wise this week let's play our little synchronicity i've been seeing you going through you're going through some things right now synchronicity Synchronicity. Who's I mean, that? We, in the sex realm, we have um something. Oh, okay. Spit it out, girl. Spit Was it that out. what were you going to say? Are you going to spit it out? Or are you going to swallow? I guess we'll wait in here <laughs> because it's how your zodiac sign affects your sex drive. Oh boy, I'm pretty sure Capricorn's going to be like they're going to say yourself in. I don't know why it's so out of order. We're starting with Scorpio. Oh, well, maybe maybe it's an order of, you know, how people perceive Scorpios to be like very sexual. You know what? You so might maybe, be right. It might be an order of that. I don't remember. Right. right. OK, I'm um, going to I'm going to take a guess that mine's probably at the bottom just because people like to fuck with Capricorns. But well, we go got ahead. the top three as Scorpio, Aries and Taurus. Oh, OK. So, so Scorpio is ruled by their reproductive organs. They have a reputation fun. for being among the freakiest zodiac signs. They got the gooch grace. <laughs> Even Scorpio season oozes with sensual energy. Oh. And Scorpios are often super selective and have high standards. So you'll have to match their sexual and emotional intensity to be deemed as worthy. Dang, girl. Okay. Do you want to do Aries or you just want me to? Um. Yeah, you could do. Oh, I could do Aries. I just found it. Okay. <laughs> All right, Aries. You're ruled by Mars and known, and Mars is known as the planet of action and sex. Ooh. So Aries is often thinking about exactly that. Aries libido and sex drive are quite high because they're an action-oriented, passionate sign. Sex is as natural to them as breathing, and sex with an Aries is an unforgettable, hot, and fiery experience that leaves their partners wanting more. I mean, I'm not going to say that's not true, so just saying. I don't think, I don't know. Okay. Taurus, comfort-driven earth sign Taurus loves passion and cuddling. Ruled by Venus, the planet of love. They love a luxurious moment that spoils all five senses, which makes sex with a Taurus an experience, not just a romp in the sheets. A Taurus sex drive undergoes periods of extremes. Either they'll last all night long or they'll just want to spoon and cuddle the night away. 
Oh, I like to spoon and cuddle. All right, here we go. Pisces, Pisces. I'm surprised they're at the top of the list because they're. You don't know if this is in any particular order, but. Let's see. The chill vibe of Pisces might not scream sex, but this water sign is quite sensual. Pisces loves romantic, all consuming sexual and romantic experiences that help them escape from reality a bit. If their heart feels safe with you, they'll merge their body with yours and you'll have an orgasmic experience. Mm. Pisces sex drive may surprise you because they seem so innocent on the outside, but in reality, they can be beasts in the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of rar, Leo the lion, (laughs) Leo loves having all eyes on them. So sex will feel like a show, especially in the bedroom. If they're with a partner who knows how to charm, woo, and seduce them, Leo's sexual libido will be through the roof. Leos also know how to amp up their partner's ego and keep their sex drive quite high, too, as they love showing off. I once knew a Leo that had a sex swing in the basement. Okay. <laughs> All right, Cancer. Sex comes naturally to emotional cancers. Like, apparently they're not just crybabies. Although trust <sighs> comes slowly. If you're lucky enough to be trusted by a Cancer, you'll get an inside look at just how horny they can be and just how high their sexual libido is. The more intimately a cancer is tied to their partner, the greater their sex drive is, and the more focused on their partner's pleasure they become. Oh, okay. All right. Well, here we go, Capricorn. Shit. Sex with the Capricorn is anything but boring. Oh, yeah. You know it. Their penchant for hard work is one of the reasons Capricorn is so good in bed. Absolutely. Their legendary tenacity and perseverance pays off sexually because they can keep their stamina up longer than most zodiac signs. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma- yes ma'am. All right. Um, <laughs> Not too shabby. Sag- you and see. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sagittarius, you're a fire sign and you're fiery. And you're a fire um, crotch. Right. <laughs> You're fiery and flirtatious. I'm sorry, flirtatious and often ready to initiate a sexual experience just for fun. Their drive and libido is high because they can get, oh, but because they can get bored easily, it's not always sustainable. Mm. Keeping sex interesting and trying new toys and tricks regularly are good ways to keep Sagittarius's entertained. That's all true about a Sag, 100%. Yeah, actually, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, is there like, you gotta, you gotta keep them busy. They're like puppies. Like, here's a toy. Come on, get a treat. Yeah. Okay. Gemini. Right. Gemini. You're going you're gonna to read your own or do you want me to read it? You can read it. All right, Gemini. Ruled by Mercury, the planet of communication, Geminis tend to be verbal communicators when having sex. Do you talk a lot in bed stuff? Yeah, I don't like it quiet. Oh, you're moany. I forgot about that. Okay. No, I, I mean, not even, I need like actual talking too. But like, what kind of talk do you do? Like, I don't know. You know, I don't laugh. talk about that that much. But like, yeah, <laughs> I don't like when there's no talking, or if it's just quiet. I don't. I hate that. But are you just like that's hey, red how, flag right there? You're like, how about those socks? No, or, or you're just <laughs> I like, don't know. 
But I would just say I agree with this. How's that? Okay. You're like, do you like it like that? No. Okay. So they will let their partners know when they're feeling turned on and when Mm -hmm. they just want their own space. Mm -hmm. Their sex drive and libido can therefore be hot and cold at times. Mm -hmm. But when they're in the mood, it's an unstoppable force of nature. They tend to be quite playful too. So prepared for prepare for Gemini sex to be full of surprises, sex position switches, and lighthearted moments. All right, yeah, Steph. Some, uh, it's got, like, you know, I, everything has to be fun. Um, okay. True. Virgo. Right. Virgos might have a reputation for being rigid, but they are so good in bed because they're highly sexual beings. Oh. They can often be in their own heads thinking of their to-do list though so this makes it harder for them to be fully present with their partner in a consistent way but when they prioritize sex the wild side of virgo comes out dang Sorry, virgo, that's kind of a shitty yeah. one <laughs> yeah i don't know well they got a wild side at least they're rigid uh, libra libras are more of the hopeless romantic type than the sex fanatic type libras are great and bad but, but they prefer to feel balanced rather than extreme emotions it's it'll never be totally lacking, but it also won't be banging on the door at all times. While that might not sound exciting, a dependable appetite can actually be one of the best parts about sex with a Libra because there's no guessing involved. And it sounds boring too. Yeah. All right, Aquarius. Oh, Aquarius. Air Aquarius. sign Aquarius is often so lost in their thoughts that they don't always prioritize sex, which can push their libido to the lower end if they're too preoccupied. They make love with their minds first, so although they do have a strong libido and sex drive, it's not always the main thing they focus on in relationships. They'd get turned on by an intellectual debate, though, so consider using that for foreplay. Once you get an Aquarius' sex drive going, you're in for a treat. Considering they're known for being unconventional and open-minded, Aquarius will keep sex fun and always be down to try new things. I wonder, does that, like... Are we going with your sun sign? Because Aquarius is my moon sign, but I, I, know, I, I mean, think it's... I feel like Capricorn was the was the true blue for me right there. Yeah, I, yeah. Or I guess you could go with your uh, moon or your what the Venus, which is the love. But oh yeah, I don't yeah. know. Mine's Cancer, and I don't know. I feel like Gemini was more. I feel point. like yours was on. Yeah, I feel like mine was too. Um, speaking of Venus, before we go, Venus will be in retrograde um, during Ugh, wedding season. Yeah. So, no, I don't think so. It says, let's start with the good news. Romantic Venus rolls out a long red carpet in passionate Leo hovering in the lion's den for four whole months. So from June 5th to October 8th, Venus will be in Leo. Um, The desire to dress up, be affectionate, and woo and be wooed will return with fanfare. But there's a caveat to this extended cycle. From July 22nd to September 3rd, the planet of love slips into her retrograde cycle, changing from an evening star, which is normally visible at dusk, to a morning star visible at dawn. So the... The, yeah, bitch. <laughs> These six week cycles are best for putting relationship issues to bed, like resolving lovers' quarrels, uh, to blocking the love bombers and toxic exes. 
and it's in Leo, so it's all going to get pretty dramatic. Oh, a God. workaround, yes. Yeah, so a workaround for anybody with a wedding scheduled from July 22nd to September 3rd. Sign the marriage license before or after those dates. And then plan to renew your vows on your first anniversary. So apparently it's not great luck to get married during this time. Don't sweep your pre-ceremony issues under the rug and you might need a couple extra couples therapy sessions. Um, and then a designated wedding planner could be the best investment you make. So how shitty is that? Like you plan your wedding and uh, like how many years in advance and then you're getting married under a bad sign. God, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. So, I guess yeah. you really have to pay attention to the planets for everything. You want to yeah, conceive. Is it Chinese or Indian? Like, don't they usually, when they're matchmaking, they pay attention to, like, the star charts of the people, right? I don't know. I think that they do. Like, they have these, like, resident astrologers that it's their job just to figure out if the couples are compatible based on their their cha their charts, their star mm. charts. Yeah, interesting, right? I wonder if they have like a better rate, like success rate. I don't know. I mean, most of those marriages, aren't they arranged? So Yeah, but at least they're paying attention to that. It's not just right? like, oh, you're available, you're available. Right. Swipe, swipe left, swipe right, swipe, <laughs> I swipe. remember being like, you know what? I'd be fine with my parents just finding me someone. Now I don't care. I don't think I want someone. But like back in the day, I was like, it doesn't sound so bad. I don't have to do any of the work. <laughs> and, and then if if it doesn't go well, you have people to blame. Like, yeah, you but didn't... I feel like they probably pick better than I would. My dumb ass. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I We've all had our fair share of shitty. Like my mom would at least characters. pick someone funny and my dad would probably pick someone who's like a hard worker. So that's really all I need. I don't know. I mean, your mom listens to the show. Do you think she's going to start getting No, now bed? I don't want her to. Oh, okay. But She'll back probably pick like an anti-vaxxer or someone that I would kill. <laughs> it would be entertaining. That's for sure. That's like when my friend told me, oh, they're auditioning for Married at First Sight in Chicago. I'm like, are you fucking insane? I would kill well, someone. Both of us auditioned for that first date show. That's that different. That Married at First Sight, I've never watched it, but you literally marry someone and you never even met them. No. Yeah, I can't do that. She's like, that's why it would be good TV. I'm like, no, I'm not going to jail. Yeah. I could see that, too. You're like, do you see that sledgehammer behind the door? Start I mean, that one date running. I was on, I literally just stared at my fork like, how do I not just jam this in his eye right now? <laughs> Oh I hated God. him. <laughs> Wait, was that the guy with the Crocs? No. Oh. This is okay. one that just wouldn't shut up. I think he talked for like 30 minutes straight. I'm a talker, though. I feel bad sometimes, too. Well, but I want to just I, I don't know. I don't think I can help it. I could try, though. I could I mean, try. Just, like, I don't think you would talk for 30 minutes without a break. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. I mean, he would not shut the fuck up. I mean, we do this every week. We talk for two hours without a break. <laughs> I guess. Well, you know what, Steph? Going into next week, I have a little theme song. Are you ready? Okay. Here we go. Bitch, you doing a good job. Bitch, yes. you doing a good job. Bitch, you doing a good job. Bitch, you doing a good job. Fuck that laundry. Fuck that dish. Take a break and shake that shit. I should have had uh, John Doyle, our friend, 
sent me a really funny video for my birthday. It was like a really funny rap song, kind of in that realm. Oh, really? I should have had it queued up, but yeah. I was singing this at work the other day. I'm like, bitch, you doing a good job, bitch. That should be like a a morning mantra in the mirror. I should, you know, I should just go into work and sing it to all the girls and I'll be like, no, you know, you say it to yourself. Fuck that patient. Fuck that bitch. Fuck you (laughs) and fuck you. Bitch, you doing a good job just in the mirror. Okay, I'm going to do that tomorrow. Okay, good. Let me know how it works. Yeah, I would maybe record it, but I would be very embarrassed, I think. (laughs) Did you ever watch Insecure? No. Maybe you have that to your list. Okay. She used to do little raps to herself, but you would actually really like Insecure. I think you really should add it to your list. All right. Finding a pen. She would do little raps to herself in the mirror, and it was funny. Well, and I do that sometimes. Like, I love, you know, I grew up with, like, Weird Al. I would make up different lyrics to all sorts of shit all the time. Okay, I I know we're almost wrapping up, but I didn't see the movie, but my coworker was telling me about the Weird Al movie. I have not seen it. But I guess it's like, you know, it's like a satire, like it's a funny version. And the big running joke is that, like, all of the songs, like, Like a Virgin is based off of Weird Al's song. Like, he made the song first. Oh, okay. So it's <laughs> like they like, that's actually really funny. Like now I want to watch it. They flipped the script on that yeah, one. Which okay. I was funny. All right, I'm gonna add it. I'm gonna who played Weird Al in that one? Um, I think Daniel Radcliffe, wasn't it? Yes, yes, you're right. You're right. I knew it was somebody that I never would have pegged. Because my coworker finally watched jury duty and said she liked it. So then she was asking me if I watched Weird Al and I have not yet. Okay, well that's our assignment for the week, children. You're gonna you're gonna sing to yourself. Everybody needs a rap every morning. I don't care what it is. You know? We might see you next week, which depends on stuff's knee. Yeah, let's just let's say we're gonna do it. We're gonna like, try not to skip two weeks in a row. But if we do, you know why. Right. Well, and I mean if anything well, we I mean, even... I guess it wasn't two weeks in a row, it was just a week. Well, yeah, we just missed one show, right. We missed one. It was a holiday. Sorry, folks. It was a holiday. And it was your birthday. And, you know, if you're out and with family, you know, you got to celebrate. So, yeah, yeah. I really wasn't doing anything. Well, as of right now, I'm remaining optimistic because, bitch, we're doing a good job. Bitch, bitch we're doing a good Then we're going to say, see you next Tuesday. See you Tuesday. next Tuesday.